Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a couple of shout outs to our sponsors. But before that, hey, go leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts um, or if it's iTunes or something. We'd love those five-star reviews. Go over and leave those. They help so much. And that's why we're able to keep this podcast free at this point. Also, go over and check out um, our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. Um, it will, I mean, I, I, yeah, that phone me and I'll tell you how great it is. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for, co- for coaches who want to get better. Uh, right now, we're running a quarterly membership, which I think is unique. Um, but what I think makes our our membership unique is it's run by me. It's run by someone that's been there. Um, has, it coaches every day, 24-7, in the gym, dealing with the parents, all that. Not run by a college coach, not run by um, a big conglomerate. It's me. And uh, I think it's like if you need if you need help on a Tuesday in February, I'll be there to help you. So come over and check out teachhoops.com. Um, it is the one stop shop, and our roadmap is second to none. It, it will it will it will walk you through the steps you need to to put rings on the finger and pictures on the wall. So let's head off to the podcast. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode a thousand something. Not sure where we're gonna fall. Um, somewhere in the in, in the June probably, but. Um, Coach Erickson, so I'm going to have you, we were just, we were talking hoops. We were talking, before we jumped on here, we were talking for, for about four or five minutes. Everyone's ears were buzzing, uh, but we're not, I'm not going to share what we were talking about, but it was some cool stuff. Uh, so Coach Erickson, um, I want you to kind of go through your coaching journey. Just kind of tell us, you know, uh, we were talking about a couple things here in your, in what you sent over, but um Kind of talk about your basketball journey. Uh, I'll dive in, and then we'll just kind of 
we just very this is very conversational we'll just kind of talk hoops and we'll see what we'll we'll see what road we go down it's like uh it's from a teaching standpoint it's bird walking is what i refer to it as okay. you know, don't walk in a straight line so we'll just go down whatever road we need to so coach erickson introduce yourself and then just kind of tell how you got into basketball and then you know your playing careers and then your 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 coaching career now sure sure well first off thanks for having me uh brendan erickson um yeah, so I, you know, grew up playing basketball. Dad was a coach, coached me, you know, all the way through, uh, you know, grade school, junior high. I uh, got into high school, absolutely loved uh, my coach there. You know, went through the road, you know, wasn't a guy. Where did you play? Was, where did you play? Uh, Newark Memorial High School in the California, San Francisco Bay Area there. Okay. Um, Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and just, uh, you know, beautiful area, nice community, you know, um, relatively large school um was it in the city of san francisco no it's about uh about 45 minutes we're in the east bay we're actually uh between oakland and san jose okay okay so yeah other side of the bay there but um yeah uh you know went through the deal freshman basketball jv basketball and then the two years of varsity you know like kind of normal but we had some guys on the team and uh you know um uh junior year we went league we get upset in the first round of section and it was heartbreaking and a learning lesson and you can't take it for granted kind of thing and we uh we go into our senior year we lost like two games in the summer played about 45 50 games uh, we're beating modesto christian when they had uh, uh brandon haywood we're we're beating clovis west uh when they had chris hernandez a bunch of guys that went you know played d1 and to kind of start to realize that you know we might have a shot being pretty good um and we get into the <clears throat> get into the season and we're rolling right out the gate um you know go through league uh preseason we win all our tournaments and and then we're rolling through the sections in NorCal we just happened to run into the number one team in the country in the state championship uh Dominguez Hills of Compton and uh you know Tyson Chandler's on that team they got they got multiple D1 couple pro guys on there and we hung with them I think we were up at the end of the first quarter and uh, they went on a run, um, and they were up by about 14, 15. I think we cut it to seven in the fourth quarter, maybe six, with about two minutes left, and, and they ended up getting us by 12. So that was our only loss of the year, 32-1. and one. Uh, Man, I, I, we were talking about this before we jumped on. My, my first state tournament appearance was 2004, and I had three Mr. Basketballs. Wesley Matthews, who plays for the Lakers, was on that team. He was a okay. junior. And we were undefeated the entire season. So we lost in the state finals. Um, Wesley, now the only excuse I have is Wesley broke his hand in the semis um, and ended up having oh. like eight turnovers. I, so I blame myself for that loss. I think that was probably the best team I ever coached. Wesley would disagree because we won it the next year. Yeah. Um, if you don't win it, you're not the best team. I think it's his direct quote. Um, but I was a young co I, I blame it. That was my first appearance at the state tournament. I probably underestimated the injury. I probably didn't. I was, the lights were probably too much for me at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I would have coached that 10 years later, we'd have won it. Uh, yeah. you know, I was just a young coach as a, as a pup. And, um, so experiences is, is, is something, but that one, I mean, I've coached 600 high, 700 high school games. That one probably stings as much as any. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
when you lose in the final, you're so close. Now, so close. You, you lost to a team that, okay. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty good. They're pretty good. <laughs> um, so it's, that, that makes it. But I tell people, and they laugh at me when I say this, I think losing in the state finals is the worst. I, I, it's almost better to lose in the second round. And they go, what do you mean? I go, because you're there. You're like, when you, it's like, it's like being Senator, it's like being uh, Senator Clinton, Secretary Clinton. Like you're that close and you lost. And you lost. Like, yeah. you know, that, you know, you're, you're Al Gore and you lost. That's the, I, those guys. I don't know how the gals, I don't know how they ever get over it. Like, I know. You know, you're it, most, I mean, you think you're, about you're, it. All you're, you're, there's two people, and one of you is going to be the most powerful person in the world. And you're going home and going to Walmart. Like, yeah. okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not comparing losing a state finals to losing a presidential election, but it feels really bad. It, it does. does feel, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was heartbreaking for sure. I mean, you know, just the journey you go on. Yeah. You're that close. Yeah. And there's no team that, you know, makes it that far that doesn't face some kind of adversity or multiple layers of adversity through the year. Yeah, we were having a great season. We still had guys that, you know, didn't take care of business uh, or get in trouble or, you know, not do the right things. And you fight through it, you know, but it's like it, it's not easy. It's not yeah. easy. That, that's that's where as I've gotten older. And we're starting to get a bad whistle in the middle of January. I say, this is okay. Because at some point along that trail, something's going to happen. We're going to get a bad whistle. We're going to shoot. I mean, we lost last year. We lost not last year because we didn't play last year. The year before my son's senior league year, we lost in the, in the regional finals. And the team shot, the team that we played shot the best. They had shot literally all season. And we shot. My my best player was 0 for 13 from three. I've coached him since he was in fourth grade. I've never seen him shoot like that. So we had two, th- and we still almost we still almost won the game. We ended up, oh. but you ha- that's the game you got to win. Like you got to right. win that one where you're 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 leading scores in foul trouble, and you squeak it out by three. You there's you're right, and you know I always tell the guys if you're gonna win eight to ten games on the tournament trail. You're going to get a bad whistle somewhere along the line. Absolutely. How Absolutely. do you deal with that bad whistle? Let's practice that in January so we get used to it. Mm-hmm. So what is that adversity? I, 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 I 100% agree. So what about post uh, high school? Then what happened? So I went and played two years, junior college. Um, okay. uh, a new coach came in, uh, John Peterson, a uh, good coach. And he was down, uh, he's, he was at Metro State and then was uh, assistant, I think, at Loyola. Um, for a while after Ohlone. Um, and we turned that program around a little bit. Um, I think we were co-champs my, my sophomore year um, okay. in, the, in the conference. So it was the first time for that school in a long time. Uh, and then after that, I was, uh, I was tired. <laughs> I was beat up. I'm, I'm, I'm 6'2", not very athletic. I can shoot a little bit. And you're, you're, uh, I was uh, a great you're, defender. Uh, you're, you're vertically and horizontally challenged is what I always tell people. A- absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, you knew, so you knew, like I, when I graduated, I played since I could probably walk and I played four years in college. I was a three-year captain, division three, blah, blah. I was ready to hang up my shoes. Like I was ready. I was ready to be done playing. Uh, yeah. I wasn't done with basketball, but I was done. You kind of know, like, Ooh, I'm yeah. done. 
Like this. I, I, yeah, I got, I wanted to keep going, you know, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to have that experience. Right. Um, but I also, um, you know, my, my dad had owned his own business. I worked for him, um, you know, so it wasn't like a, a big deal for me to, it wasn't pushed on me like it is pushed. I think on a lot of kids now that college is this, you know, huge thing. You got, you have to do it or you're going to be a failure in your life. And, and right. I teach, you know, a life management class. I'm like, if you don't want to go to college, don't go to college, but do something, get in the trades, do something, you know, have a plan. Well, um, this is but- what I, this is what I was just telling a, pr- a prior coach. There's two things I tell my seniors because I teach seniors. First of all, your 20s are to figure out what you want to do in your life. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying it. I'm going to give a big shout out to our two other podcasts in the Coach Market Media Conglomerate um, Teacher Side Gig. So go over and check that out. And uh, High School Hoops. So Teacher Side Gig is talk, talking about teachers and their side gigs and how they make a little bit of extra money. And High School Hoops talks about um, high school hoop stops about obviously high school basketball once a week. And we try to keep that as pertinent. That That's kind of like your dates. If things are going on, we're talking about that. We do those weekly. Um, and it's always fun for me to talk to Jake about that. Make sure you subscribe and like to this one, leave a review. We would appreciate that and go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Probably different than when I graduated. Like you, when I graduated, you went and got a job. You went to college, you got a job. You don't, you know, there's no experiment. What are you talking about? That's the first thing. Second thing is find something you're good at, something you love to do, and something that pays well. If you find the intersection of those three things, you're going to be very happy. Um, Perfect. Because yep. I have I have friends who make a lot of money, <laughs> and they're really good at what they do, but they hate it. Like, what kind of life is that? Like, yeah. Um, now, as a teacher, I think I'm a pretty good teacher, and I love doing it. But I wish it paid more. <laughs> a little bit more. Just a little. Just give me a little. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, living in California. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we knew. Uh, but I mean, you know, I'm probably five years from retirement, four or five. So I've, I'll be fine. But it's like, um, so that I, I think that's a, that's the perfect, uh, I always, that's one of my life lessons I always give my students. But um, all right. So then what happens post-college? So I start working for my dad. I, I, I work at a couple of, you know, restaurants, bar, you know, just being kind of a kid and, yeah. uh, no purpose though. And, uh, my high school coach, I'll never forget it. Uh, he calls me up one day I'm driving to a job, um, for my dad and Hey, Erickson, it's coach Ashmore. Said, What's up coach. You know, I haven't talked to him in a, in a while, but I, I would go to the game still. So yeah, just want to, you know, kind of reach out you want to kind of start coaching. And I was like, well, I, I think I got time. I could probably come help out a little bit. And he's like, Oh yeah, no, no problem. Just come on in. Let's talk a little bit. And, uh, so I drive down a couple of days later and, and, and uh, he's like, yeah, so you're going to be the freshman coach this year. And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. He's like, you know, it, you're good. You're, you're a basketball guy. You came through the program. You know what we want, you know, you know how we play everything else. You're just going to learn as you go. So I'm like, he, okay, he, well, he, he'll picked help you up, he, threw, he picked you up and threw you in the deep end. It's basically right into it. No water, no water wings, no life jacket, nothing. Just go. And I'm thinking, okay, he'll help me out a little bit. Well, you know, he'll come into practices. I, I, didn't, I don't think I saw him. I saw him at the first practice. I didn't see him again for like three weeks. And uh, so it was, it was like a, a, an on the job education right away. But uh, it, 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 it changed my life. Cause now I had kind of a purpose. Like I didn't know what I was doing yet. I, I understood you know, that I'm going to run, we run a program, right? right? My job is to make sure they play hard, make sure they know these two plays and make sure that their character and their demeanor is good all the time. Right. That was my job. They're doing school. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. You know, and on the JV level, you learn a little bit more. And by the time you get to varsity, um, you know, you're there. But, um, you know, so I did that. And it, it took me about two and a half years to really now understand what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Did you did you understand the parent factor of it? You know, the lucky part for us is we didn't have a ton of parent involvement at the school. Not in a bad like as far as why is my kid not playing? Okay. okay. Craig Ashmore, my, my, my high school coach, he just retired after 31 years. His last game was last Friday. Dude has almost 700 wins right? at the same public school. So what do you, as a parent, what are you really going to say? You know, I I'm, mean. For, for coaches that want to not deal with parent problems, win. Because literally, <laughs> I don't remember the last parent problem I had. Because I'm not going to talk to you. But I mean, like, I'll talk to you about your son all you want. But it's like, you here's my resume. Give me your coaching resume. If I'm not treating your son fairly, or I'm treating them with disrespect, that's a whole different world. We can have that discussion. I'm not because I don't do that, but right. But yeah, it does. Like, what are you going to do? This hall of fame coach, you're going to come in. You don't know what you're doing. It's like, okay. Yeah. 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 I'm going to knock on coach K's door. You don't know how to coach yeah. basketball. Why is my son not playing more? Coach K's going to look at you like, what are you talking about? Like I saw, I did see his whiteboard though. After that one game where they they draw something up last year uh, at Duke, and everybody's right. kind of making fun of it online, like, what does that even say? Right. Well, he probably drew it three times, is what you don't realize. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't question his X's and O's. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Correct. That's good. So, so that, that was my first question because as a youngster, sometimes that's my biggest issue with my young coaches. Sometimes is I got to explain the the landmine of like, you know, here's a, you know, treat them like they're your kids kind of thing, you know? Um, right. You know? Yeah. And I was only 22, 23 years old. So, you know, I mean, it was pretty close from me graduating to them, you know, coming into high school, maybe a year, you know, or two, you know, so, um, but, but yeah, it, that part of it was good. I mean, we had some great parents involvement as far as support. Um, and, and we had a successful program up to that point, um, you know, so they had just been to NorCal like semifinals or, you know, they had some good players on that, on those uh, 2001 through 2005 teams. So um, those first two years were really fun and I'm starting to get that bug, right? The, you know, September's running around. I don't do a lot of preseason stuff cause I'm out working, but I'm starting to get that itch at that time. And, right. you know, going into my third year, I was like, I really got to start paying attention more as to the why of, of the X's and O's really. Cause I still wasn't there with the, the, the life part of coaching. I knew that, Hey, you have to work hard here. You're going to have to work hard in life. But that was about where that ended. Okay. Now, about halfway through that, that third year, I'm watching a practice and things just start clicking for me. And I'm like, I understand now why we do it the way you want you do it. Um, and so that was huge for me. Just, it felt so good. And then now, now I'm a, now I'm a student again and I get to learn, learn, learn. I mean, I'm just eating right. it up. And then the way, you know, I didn't want to go into the pre pregame or post game locker room with the varsity team. You know, that's, that's his domain. I, you know, I'm not there every day. Um, and their practices. Um, but when I, I started hearing him talk to them is when the whole, you know, you know, the servant leader thing kind of comes in, like right. we got to do all these things and, and, and it's for you to become a man right. and have these life lessons through basketball. And then to hear the, how he kind of worded that just was like mind blowing for me. 
And right. it was great because I remember it because he did to us too. But we were 17, 18 years old and we're like, yeah, hey, you don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It takes years for that to come along. Okay. So what happened? So how long did you stay at the freshman job? So I was freshman coach for about eight years. Um, Ooh, wow. That, that's a long time. It's a freshman level. Yeah. You eight years wow. freshman. Um, won a couple of league titles as a freshman, which nobody cares about, but it was fun for us. Uh, mm -hmm. JV, I think in that time, I think lost like one or two games. Our varsity team didn't lose a game in league for a long time, like 10 years, 12 years or something like that. We had a pretty good deal going. Um, so uh, from like, I think it was 06 to 2012 or 13 is I was the freshman coach assistant with the varsity. I would handle our filming and scouting. Um, so we'd make the playoffs and I'm, I don't even see a playoff game. I'm on the road. So you're scouting. Uh, I know that's freshman coaches, baby. Yes. <laughs> but I loved it. I was like, it was perfect because it's the, it's all part of that buy-in, you know, and it's like, I'm, I'm, yeah, there's nothing more I want to do than sit down and watch the game, but it's more important to us. Our, you know, you want to win league, you want to do those things, but our goal was always a state championship. Right. That's just kind of where we were at in our program, you know, um, you know, where, you know, another team, a league is, is the, the pinnacle. You got to do it, you know, but we had done it for a while and, uh, and we we're just very competitive and we had great kids that just got after it and philosophy wise. So, did that. I stopped coaching for two years. I went back to school, um, okay. University of Arizona. So I left California. And uh, after about six months, I said, I'm going to get my degree and I'm going to get it out of here as quickly as possible so I can get back to coaching because right. I hated not getting it. Right. Um, so I came back, JV coach for three years. And then the last three years or so that I was at Newark, I was just a varsity assistant. And that was so valuable to me. And just that to, was under that was under your former head coach? It was. And why yeah. did he, why did he retire? He's just old. He just 31 years. He, 31 years. Yeah. Yep. He just, uh, this year with, with everything that happened COVID and just they we're going, we're not going. I think it just wore on him a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know. But he, I didn't get the coach at all. Like Wisconsin, like was Madison and Milwaukee didn't, we, our seasons didn't happen. Part of the state it did. Um, I think it actually gave me a second wind, to be honest with you. Um, it also showed me that I'll be okay if I stop coaching. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it will be okay. Cause in my twenties, I wouldn't have been okay. I'm okay. I'll be okay now. Um, Cause I got other, I mean, Oh, I built a fire pit. Like, well, I'll just find something to do. Sure. Uh, but um, I think it did. I, I think it definitely gave me a second wind. Um because my son, obviously, two years ago graduated, so it was like, "Ooh, is that that'd be a good time to like maybe step away?" But yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, so you're so have you thought of applying for that job? So they they <laughs> called me. They asked me right away. Uh, that I, they, you know, they reached out. They asked for it. The problem is, it's uh, it's about two hours away from where my daughter lives, and uh, I, I I did that for a couple years when she was first born because I didn't have my teaching credential yet. Right. But they hired me at the school to be a teacher, non-credentialed. And so I would leave Sunday night at five, at, you know, five o'clock at night. And during the season, I'm like at home till Saturday at five o'clock. So I get, you know, 12 hours at home or 24 hours at home. Right. And it just it worked for a while because I needed a job. We had to do it that way. But right. it was a grind on, you know, my my wife at the time. And, and she did a great job and just handled it. But, you know, I missed so much. And then. I love what I do, but I don't want to miss too much. And, yeah. and that was, it was tough. It was the toughest, easy decision ever. Right. You know, here you have this job that you've always wanted and your daughter's here. Right. You know? Yeah. 
it's easy. Well, I'm going to tell you like, one thing. You never follow the legend. You, you're the guy that follows the legend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be, you don't want to be John Shaw. You want to be, you want to be the guy after him. You don't want to follow, you don't want to follow Shisha. You don't want to follow Coach. No, no, no. <laughs> you want to be the guy that follows, follows Coach K. Like, right. like look at Bobby Knight. Who followed Bobby Knight? Like, holy crud. You don't want to be, you want to be, yeah. So it's like, yeah. you never want to follow the legend. So that, that might be a blessing in disguise too. Right. Um, right. All right. So then where did you end up then? You ended up so, in a suburb uh, of Sacramento. Yeah. So we, uh, I found a job, a neighbor knew a guy that was a teacher at a school and their, their basketball program was, was struggling and uh, they had a teaching job open. Uh, so I, I go and meet the principal and the AD and, uh, you know, they, they were, they were on board right away. Um, so it was just about kind of getting the, the teaching job aspect of it. And, and they hired me, um, in uh, June of 2019. Hey everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to hear more of these, <laughs> go over and uh, join teachhoops.com. A uh, 14 day free trial allows us, allows us to do this and then subscribe, like jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Um, tell us how, tell us what you want to hear in the future. Steve at teachhoops.com. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.